Hello, hello, hello. Hey, we have an opener. Yeah, yes. it didn't delete itself, and I yeah. survived the night trying to make it because that's the worst. Mm. The worst is not having an opener and then watching the same one that you had the season before. <laughs> it's like, damn it. <laughs> that's okay. We are we are ahead of the game this week. Yay. Look at us. Yay. Look at us. And I'm not hearing beeping, which means that you fixed your smoke alarm. Um, I did something. Did you poke it with a broom? I did. Multiple <laughs> times. Because it was, it was not satisfied the first time. But for those that don't know us, uh, welcome to your Wednesday night conversation. This is Let's Have a Fifi. I'm Felicia Fifi Minor, and over there, to my surprise, is Freddie Prince Charming. Look, I kind of honestly, I I, I kind of threw this together. It was a little. Well, I, I had some. I had. I was the first. That'd be great. Right, so um, I had some issues. <laughs> Don't I know? Don't I know about that? Uh, <laughs> and for more than a decade, we have been doing this, but we still are a hot mess for you to watch. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, if you want exclusive content of this hot mess express, uh, you can go to our Patreon. And I hate how my voice sounds, so I apologize to anybody on the podcast that hears it. Today. Are you stuffy? Like yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody I know is either dealing with migraines or like sinus issues or stuff this week. So if you too want to help us overcome our sinus issues and support <laughs> us, you can uh, log on to our Patreon for as little as a dollar. You can help two, two drag fair. entertainers clear their sinuses. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd like to thank our patrons, Brandon, Chris, and Michelle, D, Drake Jensen, Casey Starr, Carrie and Corey, Kim, Joan, Leanne, Nicole, and Shannon. <sighs> and a big thanks to Wigs of a Kind. This big old masterpiece is by Marissa of Wigs of a Kind. This and is not a wigs of, ooh, this is not a wigs of a kind wig, unfortunately. Um, but it is a very nice lace front. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, you can support us by either sending us a DM if you want to do an in-kind kind of trade or not trade like that, but trade what? as an trades of goods and services i mean yeah if you've got like if you do jewelry or whatever and you want us to like throw your stuff on the show we are happy to do that we've been able to help like Hashtag we have more than ten thousand so. downloads in a season mm-hmm. so um i mean we're not gonna make you millionaires but you know we might be able to help boost your sales i mean we, we made so. 20 bucks last season so hey we're getting, we're getting somewhere but mm. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, um, you can donate to us or sponsor us by going to paypal.me slash letubafifi. Uh, I did not text anybody this week, so I'm so sorry. But um, you can text LHAF to 602-730-7379. 
for updates about the show and other shows like the show that we have coming up on Friday. Um, also, if you're on Facebook, down below is the star button and you can click that and we'll get some portion of proceeds. Uh, we like to thank Justin Sider uh, for donating some stars last week. Um, Yay. We, we love it. We love it. We love the stars. How was your weekend? Um, this. Um, I tr- <laughs> ah! It sounds like I have a honker. Um, I really did. I had a productive weekend, though. Um, so for weeks, I have been chasing this pile of laundry. And... Um, <laughs> Like, as a parent, um, I think that all of us that are parents can relate to this. Like, you think, oh, the laundry is done. And then, like, next thing you know, you're like, wait, now I'm putting my clothes in. Oh, no. Now there's more clothes over there from them. And Oh, no, no, no. No, our kids do their own laundry. Oh, well, you're through that age. So, um that's- Somebody. Just get her a stool, a little get her, get her a little step stool. Oh, oh no, <laughs> it'll be no, fine. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, so laundry was just piling it up, and I just I feel like sometimes I, chaos is to be expected, but I feel like sometimes the chaos needs to be cleaned up because it's kind of a representation of like your mental state. Um. Maybe it's just me, but um, my mental state in this room right now is very disastrous. But like uh. when it comes to laundry or a place that I like occupy full time, I guess I'm in here a lot too. But like the laundry, I no, see. No, I get like, it. I get it. I I'm get like, it. oh my god, it needs to go down. Yet it's still sitting there, and I'm like. Oh my god! Or one week I did like enough for us to get by, and then I was like, "Oh, I'll get it during the week." Yeah, <laughs> all the laundry. <laughs> um, I thought, "Oh, I'll get it during the week." Did that happen? No, not at all. Did I attempt to? I did, but did it work? No. Well, I mean, or I did it one the, day out it's of all of the days. Thought that counts. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> but it does not get rid of the laundry. I mean, I guess I had a I had a busier weekend than you. I don't know if it was super productive, but it was busy. Um, we ended up going to opening day at the Ren Fair on Saturday. That was fun. Um, and <laughs> found out <laughs> that D totally guilted them into dressing up by bringing up one of my exes. Like apparently, I left the room for a minute. And he was like, you know, this stuff is really important to Freddie because his no way. Let him do- oh, no, really? I was like, what? I found out afterwards and I was like, oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> I was like, great. Thanks for using my trauma to guilt the kids into dressing up. But it was fine. They they went. They had fun. Um, Did they have fun? We- yes. Yeah, they had fun. Um, we ended up putting uh, the so the youngest went in one of um, uh, one of D's like, corsets that didn't. She says, um, they already mm-hmm. agreed. 
She mm-hmm. just sealed the deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's not the way it was put to me. Um, but <laughs> like, she wore like a like a, a like a blue like Renaissance dress and then one of Dee's corsets, you know, which was a little big for her. So oh, it didn't the like one tight. where I read about the. Uh, yes, like and then hugged. while we were while we were there, we decided, you know, let's go take her over here and and put her in a real corset so she can see because she was like, oh, I really like the way this feels. Because corsets kind of feel like a hug, you know, it's like uh-huh. that, you know, if you get one that fits you, it's actually feels really good. So we took her over to uh, the boss wench over, which is one of the little like um, stores at the at the rent fair and put her in the corset that actually fit her. And I was watching Dee's face. I'm like, oh, God, don't cry. Please don't cry. Please don't cry. Please don't cry. Because it was like you have a 14 year old that all of a sudden is in a corset that gives her a figure. And it was like, oh, uh-huh. shit. yeah, it was like, oh, boy. But uh, girl. <laughs> but she she looked great. She did. It was like it was it was sort of like, a, oh, OK, she's not a little kid anymore. Um, but I, I have a sneaking suspicion that a real corset will probably be in her wardrobe sometime in the relatively near future. I think that she'll oh. probably end up like wanting one. Um, and then uh, emails got sent out about uh, Phoenix Fan Fusion. Uh, so that was super fun. Um, Maybe I I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about the cast for this year. We've got, uh, you know, lots of familiar faces, folks that we like that have, have been in it in previous years. And then we've also got a bunch of new people, which is really exciting. Um, we had to actually, we had to change it up this year and actually have submissions because there's been so much interest and it's like, well, how do we choose who comes in and who doesn't? And you know what I mean? So we opened up for submissions. So that was really exciting to see. We got a lot of submissions, a lot of really good ideas, so that's exciting. Um, I finalized the set list for Wow Wow Westcon. Oh my god, it's gonna be so good! It's gonna be so good. Um, I got a lot of there's, work. It's like uh, no, I don't want to talk about it. Um, there's like <laughs> such a like a good range of music. There's like. There's some good like rock numbers. There's some like R and B in there. There's like mm. some slow burns and like some show tunes. Like there's everything. It's fantastic. I'm I'm so excited. Um, and uh, then some of the people I didn't realize were on the cast until you put the cast list out, and I was like, oh, it's not. It's I'm not against. Let's let me redo that again. <laughs> like I'm excited. Sorry. Um. Like, I was like, oh, I didn't realize we were going to put all these people in one room. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to yep, be tasty we and are. delicious. We are. And it's a diverse cast. It's like a super diverse cast on purpose. It's going to be tasty and delicious, like I said. That means there's seasoning in between. Mm-hmm. No miracle whip and wonder bread here that's not how that works um and then we got a new fish tank which is kind of fun it's like it's a 10 gallon fish tank but it's got like an angled front which is kind of cool what? um and we're going like mostly like natural in it so like plants and wood and substrate and all that good stuff um are you gonna and- have any animals in it 
Yeah, there's already a beta and there's a snail and there's three shrimp. We got, <laughs> we didn't even think about it, but we when we got the shrimp, we got a red one, a blue one, and a yellow one. And because we're nerds, the red one is Riker, the blue one is Crusher, and the yellow one is Jordy. You're welcome. Hey, Andy, what's up? So, yeah, that's exciting. That's exciting. But, yeah, I mean, that, that was, like I said, we had a busy weekend, but it wasn't necessarily productive. I didn't get anything done that I probably should have gotten done. But that's fine, because I like the Ren Fair. It's you got the set list done. I got the set list done. And you sent out emails. And I sent out emails. And, and you, I did the set list for this Friday as well. So I, did, I was you, doing things. There we have it. There we have it. I was it. doing things. So speaking of doing things. <laughs> so it's been a while. I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, it's it's been a while since we've done uh, an NSFW uh-huh. tip like we usually like we lately we've been talking about different things and different sort of the but but it's been a while since we've done anything sort of like sexy sexy so, oh wow sexy and uh hi laura i don't even know what the hell i feel like I everybody's creeping in tonight like, i know it's, it's great in. um i was trying to think of like something that we either haven't talked about or something we haven't talked about in a while and i don't remember have we, we talked, talked about, about this? We have brushed on the topic. So this. never specifically. No. We oh, you know where we do talk about it a lot is at a place that we worked before. Correct. All right. Uh-huh. So tonight's just the tip, folks. We are uh, indeed. Freddie looks horny. Um. So for tonight's just the tip, we are gonna be talking about. Fisting! Yay! Yay! All right, so, a few things. First of all, need everybody to... I don't, this is going to be said a couple of times throughout the tip, so just to keep reiterating. Fisting, if not done right, can be dangerous and lead to serious injuries. Not everybody is made for fisting, and communication is key. That is like... made for fisting. Yeah, no, definitely. That so th- that that is something to <laughs> keep in mind, and it will be reiterated a few times throughout the tip. Uh, fisting can happen both anally and vaginally. Really? So if you you know only have one of those, I have not. It seen can that. happen. I mean, it can also happen at the same time, technically. Oh. If you want to double fist it, it's a thing, but I... I, See, folks, I'm still learning stuff. This has been, (laughs) what? This is, like, year 11. I'm still learning stuff. (laughs) And generally, despite what it's actually called, doesn't generally actually involve, like, a fist and, like, the punching motion. Now, it can, but most people, (laughs) for for most people, that is not accurate oh hey you're welcome um so just after dark keep that in mind so some basic things that you would come to expect are a feeling of pressure Mm. not like oh my god pressure but like actual physical pressure some pain or discomfort now when i say pain i don't mean like unbearable pain think about like If you're having anal sex, there's always that kind of moment of like when you're getting warmed up 
and you put stuff in, there's always that moment of like, you take a deep breath and it's like, okay, now I'm better. Like, it shouldn't be like, oh my God, this really fucking hurts. That's just like with anal sex, you don't want it that way. You don't want that at all. And another thing you could experience is a sense of fullness, obviously, because you've got something very large and something that is not very large. Interesting. A few reasons why someone might enjoy fisting, both giving and receiving, is that some people really like being able to test their limits. Uh-huh. Because fisting is a, a kink. It is It is absolutely a uh-huh. kink. So some people kind of like being able to see how far they can go. You know, how big can I, you know, of a thing can I put in my orifice? Um, so, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Hey, I'm going to pat myself on the back. Look what I put in my thing. Um, if people enjoy larger insertables, whether that be toys or, you know, well-endowed penises, things like that, um, they would probably enjoy fisting. It can increase intimacy because it can be a very, like, it it can be a very emotional thing. It can be a very intimate thing. Um, so it can actually increase that intimacy between partners and it can also result in some crazy intense orgasms. Uh, pause. Are you are you going to talk about why this is so uh, intimate, like emotional? I, I can. So one of the reasons why it can be, and mind you, it's not always super emotional or intimate or whatever, but it can be depending on your partner. Like, uh-huh. Don't don't look at porn and be like, oh, I'm gonna strive for that because that's don't don't do that. Oh, but they make it seem like it's like, <sighs> yeah, we're not. We don't. We no. Don't 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 use porn as like a baseline. Like we don't want to. Yeah, do that's that. not your learning tool. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> so one of the reasons that one of the things that can make it so intimate, especially with partners, is that for one thing, you are trusting somebody if you're on the receiving end. Mm. And if you're on the giving end, someone is trusting you to put basically your entire hand into them. So they're trusting you. There's a lot of trust involved. There's a lot of communication that needs to happen. There's like, there's a lot of, you know, there, there's that connection (laughs) between the person. Jesus. Oh boy. (laughs) Wait, hold on. <laughs> Y'all welcome. Hey, welcome to Let's Have a Fifi, where we're going to talk about fisting. You're welcome. <laughs> um, look, uh, let's see. Uh, Laura says um, they had a drunk girlfriend that wanted to not fish her, but fist her. <laughs> um, <laughs> she woke up wondering why she was sore down there. And Laura has big hands, it seems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So some fisting myths, and we'll get to some do's and don'ts, but we're, you know, the fisting myths, you will not become incontinent, regardless of what whole things are happening. Like, it, you, you're, <laughs> you're not just suddenly going to become incontinent. That's not how that works. Your butt or vagina will not be permanently ruined for any other kind of sex. Like, it's not just going to stay the size of someone's fist and then you're never going to be able to oh. that, that's not that's not how that works skin is elastic 
it stretches and then goes back to where it is. Because if that were the case, anybody that ever had a baby would end up with like the opening <laughs> the vaginal canal would be this big forever. Oh my God. Like that's no, like there'd skin, be a lot the, of whistling the, going the on. The body, right. Like you, things would be very awkward down there. Like you don't, you know, what <laughs> and your, now, your trips to the OB would be very interesting if it did. Right. Not. They wouldn't have to do anything. They just have to go, Oh, <laughs> nope. I see it. It's right there. Hang on. I'm going to, you know, they don't even, they don't have to like, they, you know, well, I see it's open from the last it. time we were down there. Right. They just get a ruler out and check the diameter. Like that's not no. So because bodies are the way they are, you may not be as tight as you were if you engage in lots of fisting because it's, it, it's going to result in a, some body modification because that's just the way bodies work. That's just uh, the way bodies work. But uh, no, you are not going to have a football sized hole for the rest of your life. That's not, how, but it's just the way it is. It doesn't like, it's just, it, it's not, you, you will not have, you know, holes this hole. big for the rest of your life. If you are fisting somebody, that, that's not, that's not a thing. All right. So let's get into some of the do's and don'ts coming with oh fisting. So, Do's. Here's a list of do's. Make sure your nails are trimmed and filed. Oops. Yeah, Felicia's is not going to work so well. Like I'll work on it. Like that's just not. I I sometimes see people with like super long nails, like talk about fisting, and I'm like, you're just looking to injure somebody. Like that's not you know, and even if your nails are trimmed. And even if this is a regular partner, whatever, I still recommend using gloves. Why is that? I would stay away from latex gloves because a lot of people have a latex allergy or a latex sensitivity. But gloves are awesome because, number one, they will create a smoother surface. So even if you have if you have rough hands, if your nails aren't maybe as clean and tidy as they should be, maybe you had a hangnail and now you have a boo-boo, like whatever, the gloves will protect from things like infection, STIs, and create a smooth surface. Amen. So you're not going to be dealing with like rough things and things that really are uncomfortable and don't feel good because this is the thing. Lube. Uh-huh. lube 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 i everybody has their their favorite lube whatever that favorite lube is as long as it's not astroglide or ky if it is uh-huh. astroglide or ky then i'm going to judge you and i'm going to tell you again don't fucking use that shit especially for things like this don't do it Um, I would recommend either a thicker lube that's designed (coughs) for like anal play or a good quality silicone, uh, lube that stays slippery. Um, but lube is absolutely key, absolutely key. And you're going to want to use quite a bit of it. (laughs) Is that why they have tubs? Usually have tubs. I mean, uh, in, 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 right. They can just scoop it. Like the grease. It's like some grease. people look like they've been doing it for a while. They just look very expert. Just 
I, I read something once that like after you warm them up, like make sure that you put lube on if it's needed. I'm like, no, 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 no. Not if it's needed. Not if it's needed. Regardless of whether you think it's needed, you are going to want to use lube. Just your period. Like, you know. Uh, which again, warm up, like you, you can't just shove a fist into an orifice without warming it up. Use your fingers, use other toys, <laughs> foreplay, etc. Like you, you want your partner, if you or yourself, depending on if you are on the giving, uh, the receiving end of it, you want to be relaxed, much like with anal sex. You want to be relaxed. Like this is, so do, do things, other, put things in there first and just, um, if you are on the receiving end, remember to breathe and relax. A lot of what fisting is, is actually more mental and not just physical because our bodies have a natural instinct whenever something is uncomfortable. <laughs> Absolutely. We <laughs> ah! get that on a t-shirt. Um, is... Our, our bodies have a, a, a natural tendency when something is either uncomfortable or doesn't feel like, or is new, we have a tendency to tense, to tense up and be like, oh God, we don't want to do that. You do not want to tense up your muscles because then things are going to not work. So remembering to breathe and relax the muscles is really going to help you if you're on the receiving end. Like if the receiving partner is AFAB with factory parts, external stimulation can help. Um, I mean, it can if you're if you are AMAB and also have the factory parts. But if you are, you know, you can do things in the front as well as the back. But if you are AFAB and you are fisting vaginally, um, External stimulation can really help with the relaxation, whether it's you're doing something with your other hand, whether it's something vibrating, whatever it is, that will help relax and be able to, you know, let those muscles be able to just sort of be like, okay, I'm good. Um, if you are on the receiving end and you are an AFAB individual who menstruates, be aware that around the time of your uh, cycle, on that time of the month, uh, the cervix is actually lower and tougher, which can make things more difficult and potentially more painful. So if you decide that you want to start getting into fisting, doing it right around the time that you're about to start your period is probably not the best idea. Um, so don't do that. Um and remember to experiment with different techniques and positions. There are different things you can do. You can try it on all fours. You can try it on the side. There's different different things you can do once oh. you start kind of getting, you know, getting into the swing of things. And, you know, if, like if it's working, then awesome. All right. Here's some don'ts. Okay. Now, one thing. Don't tell me what to do. Oh, my God. So. And this is gonna this is gonna go back to to Laura's comment. Don't be under the influence, especially for the first time. You need to be able to communicate any real discomfort or pain. And if you are drunk, if you are high, whatever it is, you can't 
effectively tell if something is actually hurting. So mm. if you are going to start dabbling in fisting the first few times until you are sure that this is something that you can do, that you're good and you've got, you know, the whole thing down, don't do it while under the influence. It is not a good idea. It's, yeah. you may think, oh, it'll help me relax. Mm, yes, but also it can make you not good at communicating. And, oh. at, you know, things tend to have a numbing situation and you don't want to do that. Like, yes, no, don't, no, no rings. Take all that shit off. No jewelry. Don't do it. No jewelry, no oh, rings. Bracelets. Bracelets. Take, take your watch off. Take that shit off. Like, just don't do that. Um, so communicate, 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 communicate. Apple watch on, you just go ahead and switch hands. Right. Yeah. It, you, you, you have a very, you have a very large thing going into a very small hole and stretching it. There will be some discomfort. It's, it's what it is. It's anatomy. Like it's, it's what it is. But just like with anal, it's not supposed to be so painful that it's causing an injury. Uh? Like, it's not supposed to be painful to the point where you are injuring yourself. I have That's... never injured myself during... If people... Well, when you're talking about anal sex, we've talked about it before. If you don't warm up appropriately if you don't use um enough lube or any lube you can present tears you can do all sorts of stuff same concept uh goes with fisting like there's oh. going to be discomfort it is what it is but you have to know the difference between discomfort okay now it's okay and discomfort and Okay, this is uh, not okay. You need to come out yeah. now. Like, this is not okay at all. Um, don't expect to master Are fisting the first time out. You may only get as far as three or four fingers, depending on your partner. Um, if they're not... Um, we're going to have to cover some anatomy, Laura. Um, <laughs> um, if... If if this is the first time, especially if you're on the receiving end, Felicia's having issues with her internet this evening. So hopefully I'm still going. I look like I'm still going. Okay. So if you are, whether you are giving or receiving for the first time, then you need to be mindful that you may only get so far. You may only end up with three fingers or four fingers inside. You know, you can't just expect it to, you know, the first time out, be like, oh, hey, no problem. I'm just going to woo. So keep that in mind if this is your first time doing this. You know, don't rush it. This takes time. It takes patience. But also don't keep trying for hours. If all you get is like, you know, three fingers or four fingers in, and that's as far as it's going. Don't keep trying to push it, like pun intended. Like, don't, 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 don't. Learn when to say, okay, we're good for tonight. And we will try again later. 
because things get sore and then you're going to get frustrated and just, just don't like learn when to say when. <laughs> Hi, Felicia. Uh, yeah, apparently you did. Um, you going to try and come back or no. Okay. Um, so learn when to say when, and that's totally okay. That's like, you know, and Another thing is don't go for depth, at least not as not at first. And as far as vaginal fisting versus anal fisting, you can only go so far when you're in the vaginal uh, when you're in the vaginal canal. There's that's that's you, there, there is a the cervix stops like you're 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 right there. You can't just keep going like you can't just that, that that's not how it works. Anal fisting, however, is a little bit different because of anatomy. You can actually go pretty deep when it comes to fisting anally. And some people actually really like that. There are, the you can go find videos of people that are practically up to their elbow. Like legit, like they're basically up to their elbow. Uh, that is not for everyone. And don't assume that just because somebody likes fisting that, they want the deep, like up to your elbow kind of fisting because not everybody does. And that's like, you don't need to, you don't need to, to, to aim for that. Like that's not, you know, okay. Quick aside, Laura, you're when, whether you are fisting somebody or whether you are just using your fingers or a toy or whatever, you're actually nowhere near the uterus. You're not going in the uterus. You're not going towards the uterus. The vaginal canal stops. There is a stop right there. The uterus is like up here. And then it's like over this way. And then the fallopian tubes and everything. The uterus is very separate. It's away from the vaginal canal. So regardless of what kind of penetrative sex is happening, the uterus isn't there. The uterus is not involved. The uterus doesn't get involved until either you have a period or you're pregnant. Other than that, the uterus just kind of hangs out and they're like, ah, whatever, we're just going to sit here. So the uterus is really, you don't really have to, you know, concern yourself about the uterus. Uh, you do have to have a thought about whether or not you're kind of slamming into the cervical wall because that can be uncomfortable. So... You do have to be aware of the risks. I'm going to say this again. If not done correctly, fisting can result in injury. Some of the things that could happen is you could end up tearing the vaginal or rectal walls. You could tear the, per uh, the, the perineum, which is the, I hate this word so much. It's the, the taint. It's the space between the rectum and either the base of the testicles or the, the vagina. It's that space right there that can actually tear if you're not doing things right. And you have to be wary of things like transmitting infections and STIs, especially if you are fisting anally, because that the, the risk of transmitting STIs and infections anally is very very high you're dealing with things that you know uh so 
that's one of the reasons why gloves are very, very, very important. Um, you may have small cuts on your fingers, whatever. Wearing gloves will minimize the risk of infection and STIs and, and things like that. And it's, but honestly, it's no different than any other kind of, oh, look, Felicia might be back. Hey! Hi, welcome back. Good to see you. Um, <laughs> uh, so just, these are things that can happen, but these are things that can also happen with like anal sex and, and things like that as well. So that's why communication is key. Lube, go slow. Don't do dumb shit. Like don't just try oh. to shove your fist into an orifice and go to town. And in fact, when it comes to actual fisting, like I said, you're not actually making a fist like this and like punching, although some people are into that sort of thing. Generally, when you're fisting, you're actually going to start by going in kind of this way. Like, and then myself, depending, it's, a lot of it can depend on the size of your hand as well. Um, my hands are relatively small, which actually make it great for fisting. But you kind of go in oh. this way and then I'm actually able to like tuck into like you tuck your thumb and I can make like a little, like a little fist, little fist. but it's not like a full on bam. Like I always tuck my thumb, make it a smoother service, but you know, but you can I figure out like... different techniques. There's different things you can do. If you go in like this way and you have your whole hand in there, you can like wiggle your fingers. You can like rub your knuckles up against like the G spot. Like there's all sorts of fun things that you can do. Providing your uh, your partner is comfortable and not like saying "Okay, ouch, enough, we're good," or is a prude like me. <laughs> so there you go, yay, fisting. Well. I'm glad I caught part of the. I'm just kidding. I caught most of the conversation, but. I, mm, I'm not sure that I am one for anal fisting. It's not for everybody. Fisting is not for everybody. Just like large. And over the years, I have become like, a little more. Uh, <laughs> well, not it's, so it's, nunnish about things, but. Um, not everybody is know. is is made for it. Like not everybody enjoys something larger in their places like not everybody wants something that big not everybody I and mean, everybody's bodies are different and yes like things can things can yes, move vanilla. And i'm in, not as vanilla as i used to be in theory <laughs> i mean in in theory anybody's body can adjust to a fist just like anybody's body can adjust to things like anal sex and toys and whatever but uh -huh. not everybody wants to and if you happen to be a like smaller, like slighter individual and things are a little more narrow. Fisting may never really be something that you enjoy just because of the way that your body is built. And that's fine. Like it's no big fucking deal. Like if you want to try it, try it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Don't be whoop. And if you decide to watch adult films and support our sex workers, uh, <laughs> go with something that's a little more in tune and not so comical. I like to call them comical, but not so campy. Because uh, sometimes you can learn stuff. Uh, because I feel like the ones that are less campy, 
And I, I don't want to say amateur, but the ones that are less campy and a little bit more real, they actually use technique instead of trying mm-hmm. to make like, oh, let's make the noise and make the acting so ridiculously laughable. That, right. Yeah. Um, also, also, did you say no food? Uh, cover uh, that? I, don't, don't put food anywhere. Um Oh God, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, um, when it comes to, when it comes to um, anal fisting, I will say that poop happens just like with anal sex and you can, you can douche, but you want to be careful because you don't want to clean things out so well that you rinse out all of the like good bacteria that is supposed to be there. Um, Mm. So if you know if you're squeamish either get over it or don't fist somebody anally because there's a good chance that you're going to end up with some poop on your glove because that's just what happens get over but it isn't that and the move risk on. when you have anal sex too it is absolutely absolutely and again it's just one of those things so just move on you know what you're doing you know where it came from huh? Like it's, it's really not that big a deal. Like it, it really isn't. It's not like you're going it, to, it's usually minimal and you're not going to get it. I also it all have another done. question. Um, yes. What is the cleanup like afterward? Um, it depends on the person. Um, Cause like, so, do you go clean up down there or what? Probably because you're, first of all, there's probably going to be a lot of lube. Yeah. And, um, if you, uh, there are a lot of AFAB individuals who, if they are, if they are being fisted, um, it can result in a really intense orgasm that may or may not result in things like squirting. Oh. Because it is, it's like, it's that intense. Um, not everybody, some people might, but again, you're going to have a lot of lube. And if you're fisting anally, there's also going to be a lot of lube and potentially other things because what we just talked about. Um, right. So it's one of those things where you just take the glove off and putting down a towel underneath is usually a good idea. Um, you know, you don't put down a tarp. tarp. I wouldn't put, put down a tarp, but you, there that are like, very there's like home, <laughs> right? Like there's, there's Walk waterproof blankets. <laughs> Um, you know, you can put down a towel, um, and then just wash it super easy, but yeah, you're probably going to want to rinse off afterwards just because, uh, you know, lube and bodily fluids and you know, things, you know, and I'm a fetish. Oh, no. my bottom, unless the toilet paper rips. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm learning all kinds of things from everyone tonight. <laughs> uh, yes. Shit dick is a thing. Yes. Uh-huh. God. Um, Wendy Ho did a song called Poop Dick. Yes. Um, uh, not a tarp. Not a tarp. Your home furnishings. We need to work on this. We need to. <laughs> not a tarp. <laughs> what? God, and then Guido says that someone came to his eminence's confessional at Ren Fair with a tale of a breakup over a boyfriend's enema fetish ruining too many pairs of sheets. Yeah, so oh, enema fetishes are a thing. Um, but also that's a good way to fuck up your back like your good bacteria. Like that's that's not 
definitely not a, a good a good thing. And also, if you're going to do like something like that, that's when you need a tarp not to do it on the bed or do it in the shower. Like, don't don't do it in bed. Like, don't 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 do it in bed, especially if you're not going to put something down that can absorb. Like, there's just too that is way too fucking messy, way too fucking messy. Uh Like, that's just no strong. Nope. Your kink is not my kink. Your kink is okay. I cannot wipe that strong because I would be. (sighs) Yikes. Oh, uh, yes, you heard some shit. Uh-huh. All right. Oh, we do. We actually have some uh, quite a few current event things to talk about this evening. Yeah, we kind of loaded up this week. <laughs> I know we, we we are informational. This uh, it's PBS. If after dark. not anything, we we are we... we are back on our PBS after dark. Um. So <laughs> <laughs> do you want to read uh, that one? <laughs> I, I put this one on. I can do this first. Uh-huh. So, um, this is actually kind of an interesting uh, piece of news. Uh, the mother of a teenager who shot and killed four students and injured seven others at an Oxford, Michigan school in 2021 was found guilty on four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Uh-huh. This is, this is kind of groundbreaking. Her son, who was 15 at the time of the shooting, pled guilty to one count of terrorism resulting in death, four counts of murder, and 19 other charges related to the shooting. He was sentenced to life without parole. The mother's defense attorney said the events were unforeseeable. However, the prosecution was able to prove that his parents knew he was in crisis and had access to the gun, but they disregarded the warning signs. In fact, not only did he have access to the gun, they actually bought him the gun no way. as an early Christmas present. Yep. Um, and apparently, uh, like teachers found drawings on his desk of like him shooting people. They, you know, they told the the they told the the school administrators who told the parents and said that he should probably be oh in therapy. God. There's and a the paper parents, trail. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah. And the parents disregarded it. Um, so oh. she was actually found guilty of four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Uh, This is the first time in U.S. history that a parent has been charged for and found guilty of crimes committed by their child, which is going to be interesting because if this sets a precedent, this could make things very interesting coming up. Like, Well, it will will set the people that um, have laughed at um, the Sandy Hook parents. Mm -hmm. Uh, It will um, make those people that have been in congress and made things laughable like laws against uh gun control um it will bring forth the light of those that say like it's not my fault my son stole my gun out of my closet make them more accountable because the time i have been out of high school for what more than 20 years and since that time we have killed more people through school shootings and like open uh like massacres uh mm-hmm. then i think was it it was one of the wars that they had compared it to uh, and this is worse than on the street violence is what they've yeah. compared it to yeah we're killing people faster in massacres than we have gangs killing like other members of gangs mm-hmm. or killing people on the streets. So mm-hmm. this 
will make especially those privileged parents that were like I didn't I didn't buy him the gun he must have got it from somewhere else you can't right. blame me yes we can we can say you need to be accountable for your children and be uh yep especially exact, if they're minors uh, that, like this is another thing too Laura is very right uh, Laura says, uh, my father had a few guns. Uh, I was more afraid of my father and would never touch them because you were afraid of your father. Now, that's uh, a whole nother can of worms. I don't want to <laughs> open that, but I will say that parenting has changed over the years. So take it as you will. We could talk about that another time. Uh, let's see the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> This guy is coming back full droves. Uh, Trump's not making the cut on some ballots these days. <laughs> uh, Nevada's the latest state to give him the cold shoulder. Um, I guess they decided to leave the Trump card out of the deck this time. <laughs> God, I hope more states follow suit. Jesus, <sighs> I hope more states follow suit. <sighs> what is it, like three or four that's done it? So I don't, I don't know how quickly they do this, but... Please, somebody. I know some of y'all are in multiple states. Can y'all send a letter or something? Do something? Please. Please. Can he continue? And uh, it looks like uh, Trump's attempt to dodge a legal bullet has hit another snag. A federal appeals court uh, just gave him a reality check, denying uh, his bid for immunity in the case tied to the January 6th uh, insurrection uh basically mm-hmm. said sorry no free passes for alleged shenanigans during your presidency buddy although he is trying to still trying to get the supreme court to say that he has blanket immunity for literally everything yeah yeah i don't do you think they will i don't know it's he, it's lo- he right loaded now. it in his the, favor but i don't it, know if they're gonna do it the the head of the Supreme Court right now is in a very precarious position because it's basically going to come down to him. And he Just was appointed he by... he has to be there for life. Right. He was appointed by George W. Bush and was like one of the main people when the whole Bush-Gore-Florida recount thing happened. Um... And he's he's seen some shit. So this this it's basically going to come down to how does this judge want to be remembered? What does he want history to say about him? Um, so it, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Um, I'm I'm hoping that he tells Trump to fuck off and that there's no such thing as like a like blanket immunity like that. that that's, you know, and and that he tells Trump that no, you are in fact an insurrectionist. And according to the 14th amendment, you are not eligible to run again for the presidency. Uh, this is what I'm hoping, but we shall see. I don't know at, at this I point. Mean, all evidence surprises me. He, he hid somewhere, didn't answer his phone on purpose and knew that people were looking for him. Oh, he, he 100%. He started the whole fucking thing. He knows what it like. He That's why he's trying so hard to get immunity, because he knows that he's going to be on the hook for it. Like, he knows. Like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's fucking, it's a mess. I don't know. But at this point, nothing is going to surprise me. Nothing. 
uh, speaking of surprises, um, at the Grammys, uh, Jay-Z didn't hold back from calling out the Recording Academy snubs against uh, Beyonce and highlighting ongoing lack of recognition for a Black artist or artist of color. Um, he pointedly remarked, uh, once exclusion was uh, no longer an option, the inclusion of Black music um, has been curated to... Uh, so uh, I was going to read this quote, but in essence, he says that on the backs of Black people, we have raised music and nobody recognizes Black music at the Grammys. Yep. Um, and I know that a lot of people were like, oh, well, yeah. Look, look it's the bubble. Look, it's the bubble. Look, it's the bu- Oh. Did it go again? Yes. Look. There's the <gasps> bubble. What does that mean? I don't know. Okay. Pause. Pause the news. Okay, so we were recording for Patreon on on here. We use Restream. And the other day, we were using it, but we had it set where there was nobody on. Like, we didn't connect to a live thing at all. So uh, this bubble pops up, and the thumb comes up. And, like, I'm like, did you see it? And so Freddie's looking at me like I'm lost my mind, like he always does. But I was like, I fucking saw a bubble pop up with a thumb in it. And he goes, no. And I'm like, trust me, I'm not losing it quite yet. But um, so when he was editing the video, he saw the bubble. And I have no idea why the bubble just appeared or what does this mean? I Did know. I do something? And it just happened twice. It just happened twice. Somebody pressed the thumbs up somewhere. I don't know what that means. That's bizarre. I have no idea. Anyway. Bizarre, bizarre, bizarre. Um, so. about the about the Grammys, I saw a thing um, that someone posted that Taylor Swift has more album of the year wins than a whole shit ton of black artists. That some of them have none, which is mind blowing. Like people uh-huh. like um, Aretha Franklin, uh, Benny King. Or no, BB King, um, Etta James, uh, a few people that don't have album of the like what the and it's very clear with the entertainment industry in general that black and artists and actors of color are mm, ignored are are. I don't know. Like, it's just... I do talk with my hands, but... Like, the... It's definitely... It's definitely an issue. And when you start seeing things in print, it's... And... uh, It's very, like... Very obvious as to what is going on. So... Like... In that... BET... (laughs) <laughs> marketing is my heart uh, it said come to where you're celebrated and they're promoting the uh, I think it's the NAACP awards smart marketing uh, if you want to I think you can vote on uh, the NAACP awards too uh, I'll have to go back and look but uh, 
Guido. What'd you say? Um, I knew the Grammys were bullshit. The minute they invented a best heavy metal category and gave it yeah. to Jethro. Oh, when did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so also I looked up, do you earn more money when you get a Grammy? And a lot of like articles I was reading, it said no. So what, I don't, what of importance does this hold? It's it's clout. It's all clout. That's that's it's what it is. It's being able to I say I like, have a Grammy. Like I have Oscars. A, you know. I feel like when you win an Oscar or uh, an Emmy, you're allowed to like now tear up. Yeah, but I don't know if that's true for Grammys. And I what I was reading was very like, whoa. I was like, I cannot believe that people fight for this award, but now it's losing its flavor. It's losing its whatever. Uh, Let's see. I really love it just because I could see some live performances. Um, Everybody's saying snub, snub, snub. And talking about the Grammys, Tracy Chapman brought the fucking house down um, when she teamed up with Luke Combs for uh, the rendition of Fast Car. Um, And while it's great to see this classic kind of back in the spotlight with, you know, a whole new audience and whatever. (sighs) I'm sorry. I was kind of. It always comes with this, 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 my feelings when I wrote this. Because it's like, I think those of us when remember that remember when Fast Car came out, like, I do. I think a lot of us really liked it, but I don't think it hit as much as it did after some fucking white dude decided to cover it, which is depressing as fuck. No, I liked it before because I grew up. I liked Tracy Chapman. Right, exactly. You know, at, at 59, as a black queer woman, Chapman herself would have faced about as much chance of that solo spotlight in a country music, in, in country music as a snowball does in the Sahara, yet here we are celebrating her brilliance alongside a country white boy. And it's like... It's, Again, proving Jay-Z's point that right. we couldn't give her her flowers while she was in her moment. Right. But now we're giving this guy his flowers. First of all, there was some controversy over that she wasn't getting royalties or as much mm. as she had expected. So mm. I think that that was happening and that they were trying to play the PR uh, piece right. of bring her on, let her lead, um, right. show that you care, play this little story right. about how... Um, I grew up on this song and I love it. It's one of my favorites. Somebody on uh, one of the social platforms had dug through his history, has not seen him cover that song before it was a hit. Right. So let's see. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. It's yeah. award shows in general. It's it's uh, not it's not new. I think though with with uh, I would with say social media and local things, entertainment, it's the same way. That is to say, oh my god! Don't get me started on like the all white shows that I see this month. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still available for some bookings. I booked Yay. you on Friday. <laughs> You're for the rest of the month, I'm still available. <laughs> uh, let's see, fans of Beyonce. 
also known as the Bayhive, um, investigated and dug so deep, uh, finding out that uh, Beyonce was releasing a new hair care company um, called Sacred. It's spelled... I hate the way she fucking spelled that. That is the stupidest to- shit. I know. Stupid. Calm down. Calm down. Uh, it's to go with her... I'll explain it later. It's to go with the line because she has like say New York. I don't give a fuck. It's stupid. It's her company. She earned more money than we spent now. It's so stupid. I don't. I I cannot criticize her. She is making more money than. Do you know how many people are going to mispronounce that because they're dumb? Well, maybe that's how she wants to be. I don't know. Uh, She released a trailer and a teaser last night, and then there's some more stuff that came out, Uh, but. It's coming. It's coming. So I have some interesting uh, stuff. Um, The results from the 2022 U.S. Transgender Survey uh, Early Insight Report um, has come out. And these were, uh, this was a survey that was um, conducted, I believe there was like, I mean, it, it was the end of like the last quarter of 2022. So then they compile results and things like that and then like release it towards the end of 2023. So there's like a weird little gap year. Um, but there's some interesting uh, data that came out of that. The survey itself is conducted uh, by the National Center for Transgender Equality and over 92,000 people filled out this survey. Which means that over 92,000 binary and non-binary trans folks um, over the age of 16 currently live in the United States. Wow. And that's just over the age of 16. Wow. There are a lot. There are almost 100,000 of us. At least. And that's just the people that filled out the survey. That's not the people that, you know, kind of the people that didn't fill out the survey or you know, that didn't even know the survey existed. So there's, I'm going to, I'm going to say that there's over a hundred thousand of us, but per this survey, there were over 92,000 people that responded. And that was people 16 and over. Now, some data that came from this survey, 94% of the respondents said they were happier overall with their life since moving away from the gender that they were assigned at birth. That's a pretty good indicator that maybe don't try to force people to not do that. So, uh huh. Only three percent said that they were less satisfied. It's probably on you. Ninety-eight percent of the people who said that they were on uh, some sort of hormones, whether you know whatever, uh, said that their quality of life had increased. Ninety-eight percent is massive. Like that's pretty much everybody. And less than one percent said that being on hormones made them less satisfied with their life. Like, like that's. Mm. Uh, more than 30% of respondents said they were harassed online because of their gender expression or identity, as well as being verbally assaulted. And 60% of respondents who, uh, between the ages of 16 and 17, said they experienced physical harassment, bullying, etc., at school and online. Uh-huh. That's a not a good statistic, y'all. And more than 60% of all respondents said they were uncomfortable asking police for assistance if they ever needed it. Go figure. <laughs> and 
about 25% of respondents said that they avoided seeking medical care in the last year because of fear of mistreatment. That's a quarter of people. That's a lot of people to say that they're afraid to go to the doctor because doctors and healthcare professionals don't know what the fuck they're doing. I will say that I've been to a couple of professionals where you can tell they're trying to figure out what's going on with all of this. (laughs) And you're like, can I just get some help, please? Stop trying to figure this out. Lord, we've talked about some of the shit that I've seen it going to doctors and stuff. I'm like, don't try to figure it out. Just up here, up here, my mouth, and then you figure out what's going on. I mean, right. I I cannot. Um, and I have been in so many forums, and so has Freddie, um, where we have talked to even uh, executive teams of healthcare uh, providers, where we've talked to um, people that are trying to get in sync with all of us. <laughs> um, and it, I don't, I, it's, I feel like it's like the slowest thing that they're trying to understand and I, 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 uh, or provide quality care for, but if, if they just knock off all of the nonsense and got right into healthcare, right. It would be it's really not that fucking right complicated. And, Seriously, and then, not that fucking complicated. And then if you want to talk to me about my story afterward, then I I will give you all of the details that you need to know. Uh, and, you know, like, like even some of the conversations that I've heard about trying to get on prep or we have uh, uh, Drake Jensen who was on our show, has been on our show a couple times, uh, went to the doctor and he has back pain and mm-hmm. was told that it's probably an STI. Right. Come to find out he has like some degenerative gene. Right. That but because like, he's gay, it has to be an STI, of course. Yeah, like when are we going to have a seat at the like healthcare table when it we're... It is 2024. This shit's ridiculous. This should not be a thing still. I, we're not like making up. I've seen that too. Um, if I see that again, I, yeah. Making up genders. Uh, we're not doing that. Um, I've seen so many things that I'm like, where are we right now? And I've had so many conversations just here that I'm like, when is that going to like go out to the universe? Like, when are we going to start feeling like people again uh or be treated like people so that these people what is that 60 percent that you said no 25 percent mm-hmm. i'm sure it's a bigger number if well i mean you figure i mean 25 percent of ninety-two thousand people yeah that's a lot of people even if it's just one i i feel like we should be at a point where we are understanding this even if you don't understand it, you take it down a notch and you say, how can I help you? Where can I, what can I do to be the best healthcare provider for you? Right. It's not that hard. Not that fucking hard, but whatever. All I can say. That's all. Um, (sighs) stomach cancer is the next thing. 
Uh, Toby Keith passed away at the age of 62 after battling stomach cancer. I did not know that he had stomach cancer. Um, I know he didn't either. Didn't really care. Uh, but uh, doctors, uh, the only reason why I brought it up, and I, if he is or was uh, homophobic or not supportive of our community, I'm sorry. But the only reason why I was interested is because I read an article, which leads to <clears throat> doctors warn that signs um, of stomach cancer can be easily missed. Um, I, uh, and I didn't take the time to like copy and paste the article that I read, but it seemed like these are like normal everyday signs that maybe they like amp up over time mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh, well maybe I have heartburn. And then you're like, eh, maybe I have heartburn. and then you don't go check. And then right. All of a sudden, it's like way too late. Mm-hmm. So um, he could stomach all the wokeness, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I did not dive into that part of it. Uh, uh, interestingly enough, he he actually was supposed to be, like supposedly a supporter of gay marriage, but also a racist uh, who wrote a song, "A Beer for My Horse," which is literally about lynching. Oh. My goodness. Okay. Well, the point being, it really wasn't about him. It was about that I was alarmed that stomach cancer can just go undetected and you Mm. can just die. So, now we have, uh, like, oh, well, we can't really get healthcare, but we can die of stuff. (laughs) Don't even get me started about healthcare for seniors, because, whew. Ugh. Yeah, healthcare Ugh. in general in this country is a fucking mess. Awful. Yeah, but you know what's not... not a fucking mess or awful? What is happening for in our next gigs, Felicia? Uh, we have the Drag Store Hour birthday fundraiser um, this Friday, starting at six p.m. There are still some tickets available. Get your tickets, please, please, please. Support a fantastic organization. There's some great raffles. Yeah. Um, there's gonna be a good show. Uh, myself, Justin Sider, uh, Felicia's going to be there, uh, Rita Bain, and Gio uh, will all be out there doing our thing. I'm not just going to be there. I'm going to be performing, too. You are going to be performing, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Um, do you have anything else going on this month? I have magic on the 25th. That, that I was serious. I am open for bookings. <laughs> uh, so my but also don't book me anywhere because I have too much shit I have to do. Um, and yeah, if uh, I'll, I mean, if if we're if all Possibly. goes well, you might see a gaggle of us at the Ren Fair on Sunday, February eighteenth. That'll be fun. Um, and then uh, March first. Um, a bunch of us are going to be in Tucson for Wow Wow WestCon, and welcome, we've Tucson. got the good, the bad, and the naughty happening there. That's going to be a killer show. Got some drag, got some burlesque. Going to be amazing. Some drag burlesque. Mm-hmm. You have to show up to find out. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. <laughs> um, that's all I got for now. Uh... I wrote my list out, but I did not include another one. Hold on. Um, my next drag bingo is 
down the line on March 27th. Because I feel like somebody's going to say, when's Drag Bingo? Is that a Wednesday? Yes, it is. So So we're going to see on March 27th if Felicia is going to be able to get her butt here. The flight of the bumblebee. On time. The flight of the bumblebee. We shall see. The flight of the Fifi. We shall see. (laughs) Somebody's revving up the engine over there. Uh, Which means we gotta go. Um, (laughs) If you want to book us, we're both available slightly, but we have, like, things we gotta do. So, choose accordingly. Um, (laughs) We'll figure it out, I guess. Um... Thank you for tuning in for our Wednesday night conversation. Um, I will start reaching out to guests. Yes, I see you in my inbox. Um, no, I'm not ignoring you. I just am. <laughs> I am. Are they liking... good people? Like, are they people that can yes. carry on a conversation? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, are they problematic? Are... No. Some people are repeat. Um, some people have asked before, but I haven't fit them in before, so. As long as they're good guests, I don't want any boring people. I have, <laughs> I'm just peopling a little slow these days, okay? So you got to be a little ginger with me, gingerly with me. But um, if I don't get back to you by, like, the weekend, just maybe creep back to the top of the inbox. That's all I can tell you. You could also potentially message me as well. Yeah, that that works too. That works too. But I am I capable of booking guests. Yeah. <laughs> I work it. here as well. <laughs> we work in a very small office under somebody's basement. And, right. Um, right. Yeah, we're, we're getting it together. We have no HR. Uh, thank you all so much for watching live. <laughs> and for those who watch on the replay, and for those of you who listen to the podcast after the fact, we appreciate you. We have more than 10,000 downloads on the podcast, which I'm not mad about. I'm okay with that. So, that being said, we will see everybody next week for your Wednesday night conversation. Good night. Good night.